Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM network. And you are joined by Danuta and today we have... Hannah, Hannah, welcome today. Thank you. Good morning, Anita. It's good to have you here. Now, Hannah, you are taking the place of Lawson today who can't be here. Lawson will be back on deck tomorrow. Lawson has gone, had gone up on Friday, uh, up north a little bit towards around the Kempsey area, south, uh, Stewart's Point. He's just helping out with some what's called summer camps there, isn't he? With the young people that we have over the summer and giving them great activities as well as good spiritual food. But what are you, how was your weekend, Hannah, and what are you grateful for? Sure. It's been really good. Actually, on Friday afternoon, we got an email from university that, oh, actually, by the way, I go to university church. University yes. University. Wow, lovely. Yes. So we worship at Newcastle University, but then we got this email that actually uni is closing from Saturday. So we oh. booked a room on campus. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then we couldn't meet there, so we actually had to go to friend's place or a church. Yeah, we we had a church at our friend's place, which we are so grateful because God has provided, and we had a really good, um, yeah, good time together, fellowshipping, having a good time, eating together. So really praise God. That's for that. tremendous. And for those who may have been on several weeks ago, we actually had you on in, being interviewed, <laughs> Hannah. That's so right. your story is really quite amazing, oh, and you've God. got this website where you're having worldwide responses of your little one-minute segments, aren't they? That's so right. <laughs> Maybe sometime later in the show, we might actually be able to touch on that a little bit more too. But, you know, I had my sister over from Queensland over the weekend. It was so great to have oh, her. That's amazing. And so I'm grateful always for family. I'm also grateful for the safety that we have at yes, the moment. Our prayers go out true. to those in Cairns at the moment. Mm. And coming up on our show today, we have our interview with Justin Lawman looking at politics and prophecy. In our news, we are going to Cairns today. And we're also looking briefly at a story about a baby in a tornado, which is fascinating and in our bible study segment after the eight o'clock news we're looking at mission to the unreached we're looking at esther and mordecai you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different Anna stepped in. Thank you so much for stepping in, given that Lawson isn't able to be here this morning. And of course, it's another week where we start our quizzes. And actually, on Friday at quarter to five, a quarter, quarter to nine, sorry, quarter to nine in the morning. On none of us are here at quarter to five in the morning. We're getting up around that time. But quarter to nine in the morning on Friday, we will actually have the draw. So, Hannah, nice. can you read out our first quiz question for today and for this week, please? Sure. The first question, which New Testament book has Jesus' Sermon on the Mount? Mm. Good question. Absolutely. The Sermon on the Mount is just such a fabulous yes. um, sermon. Like, there's so much to unpack there, isn't there? Yes. So that question again, please, for us, Hannah. Sorry? Can you read that question oh, for us sorry. again, please? Yeah. Yeah. Which New Testament book has Jesus' Sermon on the Mount? That's right. Text us in your answer on 0491064669 and you will go into the draw today um, for this week and it is, what is it? what have we got actually, Shell, again? Sorry. We have a two-book pack this week. We have God With Us, According to John by James Gilley and also God for us mm. by according to John by James Gilly. So it's the the two books that he's written about 
That's fantastic. And of course, God for us and God with us. That's exactly what God does, isn't he? He wants to be with us. Well, as in, you know, John really unpacks about God being with us, doesn't he? Mm. Um, and, you know, in, in John chapter one, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God mm. and the word was God. And then we jump down to verse 14 and it says, the word became flesh. That's right. And right there, because, you know, divinity became humanity mm. and dwelt among us, it, the Bible tells us. That's a beautiful thing. Yes. But God, you know, when we let God into our hearts, he wants to be part of our lives, doesn't mm, he, Hannah? That's right. And it's amazing when we think about how much Jesus gave up all the glory in heaven and he came to just be with us. Uh, God, yes, God of Emmanuel. Absolutely. And your story is amazing because you weren't always a Christian, were you? No. So we'll unpack some of that a little bit later today. So God with us and God for us. They're the two books that you'll be um, receiving with the prize. Two books, uh, two giveaways for this week. So that question again, which New Testament? book has Jesus's Sermon on the Mount. Text us in your answer on 0491-064-669. And here on Faith FM, we always love good news stories, don't we? Yes. And there's some hard stuff going on around the world at mm. the moment. And so we actually want to pull out some good news things that are actually happening. There's two incredible stories that I'm actually going to share this morning. One is, this one just was just blew me away. It's about a four-month-old baby who actually got sucked up in a tornado. Wow. Imagine being the mum or a dad, you know, seeing your child being pulled up in a tornado in front of your very eyes. And this is exactly what happened in Tennessee, in Clarksville. Um, Sydney Moore is the lady who actually watched her bassinet that actually had her infant four-year-old baby Mm -hmm. in in the bassinet taken up into (gasps) the the tornado. And what she then did is she actually, she also had, they also have a one-year-old boy. So she, all all that she could do quickly was then she threw herself onto the one-year-old boy. To protect him while their, their mobile home basically got lifted up in the tornado. And so, of course, there's this fear that their baby was, would die. Mm. I mean, that's what you'd expect, wouldn't you? Yeah. But guess what? A miracle happened. The baby is alive. So they actually went searching for the baby incredibly, went searching for the baby to see where it was mm-hmm. and also, um, you know, if it was still alive. And so, you know, the, the collapse of the home, the, the ho- home collapsed, but, you know, the four, this four-month-old baby um, survived. And here no. Moore says, says this, I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead and I'd never see him again. But then there's this miracle. It was what she says. It was like a little tree cradle, she actually says here. This is in the Good News uh, segment. Her baby was actually um, cut unscathed and lying asleep in the crook of a fallen tree. What? Yeah. So got picked up and then found in all of these broken trees that were around everywhere and in this this you know crook or in this basically in this cradle of fallen trees wow yes and i'm assuming they don't the, the new segment doesn't actually say but i'm assuming they would have taken the baby of course straight to the hospital yes. for checking and yep. stuff like that but they actually found the baby catch this asleep not crying even <laughs> asleep isn't that even more incredible as wow. well like incredible. And so, um, you know, my mind went to, um, the fact that, you know, we're told in God's word mm-hmm. and, and I found this particularly in Psalm 91 verse four, but we can find it in other parts too, referring to a similar thing. But we are told in Psalm 91 that 
under God's wings, we will find refuge. Amen. You know, he covers us Amen. with his wings. Psalm 91 is a powerful, powerful, mm. um, you know, a chapter in, in the book of Psalms. Yes. It's very much even for what we're going through in our days today, mm. you know, because it actually says that, you know, that the fiery darts will come our way. There'll be so much, um, so much, uh, happening in the world yeah. and that Jesus, God will actually cover us completely. And that's where my mind went when I think of this young baby that he was actually, you know, I almost feel like, God had him in, you know, in the palm of his hand yes. the whole time. And so I'm going to actually going to read from Psalm 91. He says, He who dwells in the secret of the Most High shall abide under the, under the shadow. There we go. Under the shadow of the Almighty. Mm-hmm. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. And my fortress, mm. my God in him I will trust. I want to just pause there for a sec because our folk, particularly in the area of Cairns, Port Douglas, and all of that region up there are really struggling and finding it hard. Like, you know, it is beyond our imagination down here mm. where everything is safe and everything is going well at the moment, you know, to understand that. But we want to, if you are listening up in that area, um, um, electricity is probably down, but you may have it even on your podcast or somewhere else, you know, on your phone, anything that you're wanting to listen to encourage you, may you find refuge in God and trust in him. And he says, surely I'll deliver you. Verse three says, he'll, he'll, surely he'll deliver you from the snare of the valley. And here in verse four, he shall cover you with his feathers. Isn't that beautiful? Amen. And under his wings, you shall take refuge. Mm. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in the darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. Mm. If you're listening today, you're going through a really hard time and you don't know what is coming next and you think that things around you feel, you know, dark, dark. May you find light and encouragement in the fact that Jesus is the one that can cradle you and shield you in his wings, under under his wings, and he will cover you with his feathers in every way. I thought that was an incredible story, like absolutely incredible. Nothing I've ever heard of before. But, you know, I don't know if the, if the, if the parents are believers, but I'm hopeful that through this, they can see that there's a miracle of God right there, um, in every way. Hey, we've got another quick story too. Um, this one is about a rare nocturnal parrot. So sometimes here on Faith FM, I've actually covered stories of, uh, birds that have been virtually extinct and suddenly they're actually finding them in different parts of the world. Here's the good news. This one actually comes from Australia. Mm. So, you know, the wonders of the natural world are really incredible. And, you know, the terms here that we need to know about is zoology, of course, is a scientific study of animals. And ornithology, this was a new word for me, so I actually had to look it up. Do you know what ornithology is, Shell? No? Okay. Do you, Hannah? No. (laughs) So the next three of us. So let me educate you on what I've been educated on. Ornithology is actually a branch or part of zoology. So it's actually where they specifically study birds. Okay. So here's the thing. There's a fabulous, fabulous development with conservation. And it's fabulous also because indigenous people in Australia are actually being involved in this. They're the key people who are leading the way. Mm. And so there's rangers from the Kirik, Kura, Kirikura traditional owners, they've actually been tracking one of the world's rarest birds and recording their calls. And so it's happening, of course, here in Australia. Now, here's what they've actually recently found. 
or should I say back in 2013, they actually found this bird for the first time in over a 100 years. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Yes. And so now what they're doing is they're trying to locate this bird in so many more places mm-hmm. all around um, to see where they are. And, of course, the thing is that, you know, so here's the interesting thing to give some background about the night parrot before I give more information. It actually lives on the ground even though it flies and it does its calling in what's called spinifex bushes after nightfall. So this is, this is the kind of bushes that you find more in the very dry, arid kind of area around Australia so in the desert kind of areas so it's a bush that's on the ground and it's it's almost like this um, you know semicircle rounded uh, grassy kind of growth okay and so here's the interesting thing uh, and so the other thing is that the the adult adult night parrots are about 20 to 25 centimeters in size they're beautiful looking you should see the photo of them they're actually like this beautiful green color and um, have a look at that. Isn't that just incredibly oh, beautiful? Wow. But you can see also, again, interesting how God has designed animals and birds to be camouflaged where they are. Yes. Okay, because you can see it's just got the green and then specks of brown through it. Mm. And so, of course, when it hides in the bushes, you can't see it. So here's the thing. They've actually found the, the location is in a, in a, recently. They found the location in a remote area of Western Australia uh, which is ke- they're keeping extremely secretive and they're describing it as a holy grail of ornithology. The conservationists are calling it a holy grail because this is such a precious, precious bird here wow. in Australia that, that there's not many of them. Now, the researchers have found over a dozen sites in the whole of Australia and this most recent recording of the night birds um, are recorded by the team of the, the Kiri- Kirikura Rangers in the remote area of the Gibson Desert, which is about 700 kilometres west of Alice Springs and it's the fifth Indigenous team in Australia to discover the night parrot. And I just think how incredible because our Indigenous people, God's really gifted them. God's really gifted them to really, you know, go, you know, they're, they're connected to the land and they really take to heart the fact that God has placed on their hearts to, to, to be the caretakers of the land. And yes. being caretakers of the land means looking after the animals as well. And so the recordings of the bird calls are actually analyzed by Nick Leserberg, who is a night parrot expert in the University of Queensland. And he says this mysterious bird is absolutely incredible in every way and and so um you know the the exciting thing is they've actually put you know dots on the the map that actually extends the range of the night parrot so they actually know the areas that it's going but what they're excited about is that they are finding so many more areas of this now here's one indigenous uh, lady uh nolia yukulita ward she actually says that she remembers that as a child um her mum, that, that bird's significant for her. her. Her memory goes back to her childhood days mm. because her mother would say, when that bird makes its, you know, does its singing, yeah. you go to bed. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So that was like her alarm clock. Isn't oh, that incredible? Wow. Natural alarm clock. <laughs> yeah, natural alarm clock. None yeah. of this iPhones and things that yeah. we have these days, you know. So... 
just really incredible stuff. And I just think how God's designed things. And I think of Ezekiel 34, 11, where it says, you know, God says to us, behold, I will search for my sheep and seek them out. God keeps searching for us. Mm. He wants us to respond to him, doesn't he? And just like these indigenous people, rangers, you know, conservationists have actually been searching out this bird. I think in the same way, I thought of the fact that God searches for us. Mm. He wants us to respond. He keeps looking for us until we are found and we respond. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Today, it is Hannah. Hannah, Hannah, can you take us away, please, with our next quiz question? Sure, quiz number two. Even though Abram and Sarah were too old, what did God promise them? Yes. Can you read that one for us once yes. more, please? Even though Abram and Sarah were too old, what did God promise them? Okay. Mm. And known more commonly as Abraham, God gave him the name um, Abraham. Abraham. So yes. um, even though Abram and Sarah were too old, what did God promise them? Text mm. us in your answer on 0491064669. And you will go in the draw that happens at quarter to nine this Friday. Two books, two giveaway books this week. We've been doing that That's last exciting. a few times this the, the last few weeks. The first one is God for us according to John by James Gilly, and the one uh, second one is God with us according to John by uh, by James Gilly too. Now God for us, of course, the reader will actually discover the attributes of the true discipleship, humility, loyalty, and love. God for us looks at John chapter 17, the most beautiful and complete prayer of Jesus. I love John chapter 17, don't mm. you? Because uh, there we actually have the, the biggest prayer, the longest prayer by Jesus. Jesus yes. But I love the fact that he prays for himself. He prays for his disciples and he prays for everyone there. Yes. You know, just there's so much to unpack right there. You will not regret getting that book. That's the second right. one, God with us, looks at John 1 to 12 where the word became flesh, mm. um, and that's so good. John was the beloved disciple, of course, of Jesus, and he was the one that was at the cross too that Jesus yes. said to him, um, you know, for him to look after Jesus' mum. Mm. Just a beautiful thing right there. We want to say good morning as well to the people of Mount Nelson in Tasmania. Mount, have you been wow. to Tasmania? No, I no. haven't. I would love to. Oh, yes. one day. Hey, Mount Nelson is a suburb of the city of Hobart in Tasmania, it's a beautiful area. You can look down and actually see the whole area down there of uh, the hills and, of course, the, the river down there. And it's a Hobart of Sandy Bay in the south. You've been down there, Shul, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I've been down there. It's a beautiful area. Yeah, the harbour in Hobart oh, is just love it. so pretty. Love yeah. it in every way. So, yeah, so we want to say hi to our listeners on 87.8 FM in Mount Nelson in Tasmania today. Hannah, where are we going with our news segment today? Well, 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 it's the time of Christmas and many people might be traveling during this time, but I do have something that's, um, that's not very, not very, very good, uh, which is the flooding in Queensland. That's that in Cairns mm. area. Well, Cyclone Jasper, that's the name of the uh, cyclone, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it made a lot of destruction in North Queensland and actually Cairns Airport is closed down because of it. It's filled with the flood and a lot of places, a lot of houses are without the power and 
outage is happening. Actually, ten thousand households were yes, without power. It's huge, isn't that it? That is a lot. That is a lot. Yes,、um, and planes. I guess like there are a lot of people who wants to go there during this time. Because I've been to Cairns. It's beautiful. I、um, actually, my parents from Japan. They came to visit. Me and actually a lot of Japanese people go there for、uh, mm. tourism, so there will be a lot of yeah people going there. But unfortunately, yeah, the planes are being、um, yeah cancelled and delayed, and because the airport seems like under the water right Whoa, now. Whoa, that's right. Well, we watched the news last night because my husband and I were meant to be in there in three three weeks、oh, time. Three weeks time, <laughs> and、oh. we're kind of going. I'm not sure that that's going to be able to happen. And of course, so yes, we saw the photos, and of course, there's、uh, photos and video clips of the planes. Underwater, like you know, half the planes are actually, you know, they're, they're covered right up to、yes. half the level. Unfortunately, at this stage, the good news part of it, isn't it, is that there's no been no reports of any lives lost. Yes, Emma. So that's the fantastic side of it as well. And of course, homes in Innisfail and around the Mossman River have also been flooded. You know,、mm. so、um, yeah, that's right. And like we see, like you know, a lot of these things are happening in the world. And like I'm coming from. Where、um, coming from Japan, where a lot of natural disasters are there,、um, earthquake,、um, flooding, and tsunami, all the things. But when we think about these things, we can be really discouraged and think, "Oh, what's going on in the world?" But the Bible also tells us that when these things happen, do not be discouraged.、Yes. Look up because redemption、It、is draws near. Nigh. That's right. So you know,、um, this can be.、Um, Yeah, challenging for all of us, but、um, yeah, we can look up and we can be hopeful to the promise of God, and yeah, we can be encouraged as well. So yeah, look to look up to heaven and be ready. Absolutely. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Is filling in for Lawson, who has been away this weekend on the summer camp, and he's on his way back, and we'll be back in the studio tomorrow. Hannah, can you give us our next quiz question, please? Number three for this week. Sure. The question number three: Where did Hagar and her son get exiled to?、Mm. Where did Hagar and her son get exiled to? Okay. Okay. Text us in your answer on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. So of course Hagar was another one of Abraham's. Well, she was actually the maid for Sarah, and、mm. yes. So where did she get exiled to?、Mm. So the, first, the question before was about Abraham and Sarah. This one is about Hagar. Hagar. Where did Hagar and her son get exiled to? Zero four nine one. Oh yes, we usually do give hints, but well, last week we were giving loads of hints, weren't we? <laughs> What's your hint for this morning? I was going to say it's not、uh, a town or a actual name of a place.、Mm. It's the type of area. area. So of I'll、region. give another clue to that. Okay, I kind of referred to some of that this morning in my parrot story.、Um. Did too. Didn't I? Yes. Yes.、Right. If everybody was listening, you should get this. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the rare nocturnal parrot that is being found in Australia. So if you were listening <laughs>、right. by the indigenous people, so if you were listening, you will work that out. Text us in. Where did Hagar and her son get exiled to? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And it has come time for us to do our interview with Pastor Justin Lawman on politics and prophecy. Hello, Justin. Are you there? I am Danita. How are you today? Good, thank you. And you? I hear you're already on holidays. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that was a really cheeky laugh because you know yeah. we're working hard oh, still. Hey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, are, God bless you. Yeah, but look, we're grateful that even though you're on holidays, you're still making this as important, um, important part, you know, because we know you love Faith FM. We know you love politics and prophecy and sharing with our listeners. So where are we going today with this? Well, I should say hello. It's Hannah with you today too, isn't yes, it? Yes, hello. Is. Good morning, Justin. Hi, Hannah. Hello. Uh, Bible worker extraordinaire there, Hannah, so that's <laughs> good. Absolutely. And we're keeping her uh, here, Justin, by the way. Oh, uh, did I say anything? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I jumped in ahead of you. I might know who Hannah is. Anyway, it's all right. I kind of know you well, so um, I know how it all works. So we're going to jump in early. Okay, okay. Let's get back to the business at hand. Yeah, absolutely. Politics and prophecy. Where are we going with that today? Uh, Look, I wanted to give a big sweep of what we're looking at in the new year. Mm -hmm. 2024 has the potential to be... uh, Look, one of the biggest years uh, um, in, in certainly deciding the fate of the planet. That's that's is a big statement, don't they? Mm. So wh- why am I saying this? So we we have uh, spoken throughout the year on all these different things going on, and I am uh, my argument is all cultures downstream from the United States at this current time in history. Mm-hmm. What happens there with their economy, with their politics? Eventually, we're usually a few years behind, but we we follow along. So mm-hmm. that's and and in Bible prophecy, the United States is the big dog. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the ones that have the biggest role right at the end of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my primary area of focus when I talk about prophecy and politics. Mm. So something's happened just in the last um, few weeks I've become aware of. Uh, Laura Logan was a 60 Minutes reporter. Uh, she was made famous in a really fortunate situation. She was assaulted while they were filming in Egypt at the wow. Arab Springs in Egypt. You may, People listening may remember her mm-hmm. from that. Yes. She was one of the top reporters for 60 Minutes America. Mm-hmm. Of, of South African descent, she still has that South African um, accent. She's done a series of little documentaries available online called The Rest of the Story regarding January 6th. Now, I've got to tell folks, uh, this will be such a game changer in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, they have now footage of busloads of what appears to be FBI agents going over there, that the whole thing seemed to have a lot of government involvement. Mm. And how, how that affects prophecy and politics and all of the things going on, the big clash that's going on right now on one side are the globalists. Mm. Mm-hmm. Klaus Schwab, the World Health Organization, all of this uh, climate change, catastrophizing of climate change. Uh, th- that's a globalist agenda. And on the other side of the ring are the 
populists and nationalists. And my argument, from my understanding of Bible prophecy, the populists and the nationalists are going to—they're going to win against the globalists. Mm. Mm. Now. I, I ask questions to Nini from. Yeah, um, yeah. I was going to say, can you expand on some of that? Because the thing is here, um, you know, what we've seen. So January 6th, of course, is election and it's always been in the US a major, you know, a major, major time. But because of what's actually been happening in, in the space of Trump really fight, trying to fight his way to be, you know, to be elected and also with Biden then, you know, about the whole impeachment stuff that's been spoken of lately and the issues with his son. It's become so heated, hasn't it? And what we're finding here... Yes, go on, yep. No, no, you go. Yeah, and so what we're finding here, and you're saying there's this clash of the two sides, and according to particularly Revelation 13, isn't it, we see... Because mm. some people would say, well, where does it really say that, you know, about the whole... Um, that the US thing, but it's really clear in the Bible, in particularly Re- Revelation 13. Um, in The lamb-like lamb right. beast that speaks like a dragon. That's and- right. Biden and, and the Democratic side very much in bed with the globalists. And, and they were, that's really from the Second World War with the United Nations forward. They were, that's been the predominant thing in the world. Get rid of borders. Immigration's a big part of that. Mm-hmm. They, they just, the chaos that happens. We spoke about last week, all these crises everywhere that enables them to push their agenda. Well, I th- they've reached a limit on so many different fronts. And the January 6th, why that's important, the riots that happened in, in uh, the, when uh, Biden was taking office in 21, um, the riots that happened that day seems to be an operation set up by the U.S. government in the form of the FBI, Mm. That's that is, and Laura Logan is no crazy right winger. She's no crazy conspiracy theorist. She has her finger on the pulse. Wow, and lots of people have been saying it, but it's actually all the, the evidence is starting to come out. And at the same time, the limit of taking this unfettered immigration into the U.S. without checking who people are and everything. It's all coming to a limit, and the Biden side of politics is collapsing. Mm. And why why that's significant to us? I believe, out on a limb here, I believe that the the right wing, the national Christian nationalists, they're calling them at the moment, are the side of politics that will bring in the events described in Revelation 13, mm. and that's where. It like that's not what's popular in in any sort of media. I'm jumping ahead and saying it's not these the secular globalists that are going to bring in uh, the mark of the beast and the image to the beast. The image comes first and then the mark follows. Mm-hmm. What will bring that in will be conservative Christians who have got engaged in politics. Mm. And that's that's why what we're seeing now is of massive significance. This is not steady she goes stuff. This is it's actually starting to happen where they're starting to win. Now, next year <clears throat> is an election in November. I mm. think it's the eighth of November, the mm. first Tuesday or 
second Tuesday, whichever it works, in November. At the moment, Trump's asking this so easily, it's not even a fight. Mm. And that, that appears to be getting more and more the case week by week. But, hey, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge before we get there. Mm. And um, the alignment that now you're having with uh, Alex Jones, a Tucker Carlson, a Jimmy Dore, guys that are from different backgrounds, mm-hmm. all coming together against the globalism that's happened to the US and how it's damaged the middle class. Mm. Mm. So right now we're sitting on the verge, 2024, because of the election, these two big powers, the nationalists and the globalists, mm-hmm. They're going to duke it out. It's going to be a fight to the death. One is going to win by November of next year. Both can't win. Mm. And so I'm I'm going out on a limb. I don't have anything other than my <laughs> my my crazy braid to to say Ned is big. Mm. And I'm expecting there to be some things go on that we just don't even have an idea about now. And the last time the election was on, uh, COVID had played into that very, very much in the way they could have the election. I'm, you know, most of these commentators are saying we're expecting something really big. Now there's a wars going on in the world, mm. and one of the one of the worst, of course, is the Russian-Ukraine war mm-hmm. and everything that's happening there, mm. and um, that's really. This could go anywhere yet. This isn't over. The Russians have basically done whatever they wanted to. Mm. Um, Europe is now panicking. Germany and Poland and the places of getting things in place because they're, they're expecting Russia to keep coming. I don't know if that's going to happen. But the big one, of course, is Israel. Mm. Which has all quietened down at the moment, in, hasn't it? Like in the news segment, like we've when it first when it first came, it was really big. But there's so much that is actually going on there at the moment that we don't actually hear about. But like you say, there's I mean, there's so much happening in the world, and and with this of what's happening back in the US drives everything that happens around the world. Yeah, and our conventional news. I'm sorry, it has become very much agenda driven. If it suits what they want us to listen to, that's what they feed us. Right. And in Australia, we're very isolated from everything, so we don't necessarily pay much attention. And it's a great thing. <laughs> I can be focused on Christmas. Hey, I'm yeah. on holidays, you right. know. Yep. Well, I'm a long way from Gaza, but those poor people and everything's going on there. But the danger here, it seems to me that the globalist side are so desperate they're going to lose so badly. And when they do lose, it'll be the end of them because there's a revenge tour going to take place from that other side of politics. Mm. They're so desperate that I think they want a war. And I think uh, Iran and her proxies mm-hmm. are really gunning for Israel and that's going to suck America in. And when that happens, you know, they're asking for us to send a destroyer, Australia, Wow! to protect shipping. So all of a sudden, you know, we mind our own business down on the bottom of the world and, and we've sucked into something here. And so these are very dangerous times. Mm. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's, it, it, to me, exciting because at the other side of all this, there's some bad water to come, but then it's Jesus and his kingdom. Yes. And so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really excited about what's going on in the world as far as Bible prophecy goes. But at the same time, this is not a fun thing. Mm. This is not something we're jumping up and down and celebrating here because the uh, so many people in the world, as it's as they said of Nineveh, they don't know their left hand from their right hand, mm. and I believe God's going to allow. Big catastrophes, big things to happen. So we are given an opportunity to share the gospel to, with people that aren't normally paying attention. Mm. All of a sudden, as this all this starts to heat up, I say to my friends in their churches, whoever you are today, get ready for mission. Mm-hmm. Get on to mission now because, and when I say mission, I mean sharing the good news mm-hmm. that Jesus forgives us for our sins He's promised to come back and fix the world um, and, and, you know, take us to heaven. I, I can't wait for that, but there's so many of my friends and family that aren't ready, that don't know about it. Mm. Or as we see all this stuff, it's all it's all, all fun. And, you know, I'm the worst in the world of, of following politics and trying to work out what's going on. But at the end of the day, the end of the day, uh, if you're walking with Jesus, you haven't got to worry in the world. Yes, yes. And we were covering yeah. Psalm 91 earlier in the show today, and that's a perfect one yeah. for that, isn't it? So I've memorised the whole thing. I've got to memorise That's the Psalm of Protection. It's awesome. And we're going to see some tremendous things happen in the world that will will blow our minds. We won't. We're, and people's, I would say, men's hearts will fail them for fear of the things on the earth. And I'm I'm saying, hey, hold, keep cool. Mm-hmm. Jesus is going to he wins at the end, but before then, no one's listening. Yes, churches are declining all across the Western world. Well, we have an economic correction. The mm. debt is out of control. It's going to whether they choose to do this or not, it's going to happen because you can't go on the way they've been going on. Mm. People are going to listen. Mm. People are going to ask what's going on in the world, and that's that's your opportunity to share the truth of the Bible, and it's incredible predictions. It's never getting it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I Man, this is a good time to be alive. Absolutely. <laughs> Scary, but at the same time, great time. I agree with you, Justin. Thank you so much for that because it is an exciting time, isn't it, Justin, to be alive because – Bible prophecy is being fulfilled right in front of our very eyes. So thank you so much. Jesus is coming soon. We look forward to having you back on again next year. Have a great Christmas, uh, Justin, and a happy new year with your family. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.